You're listening to Storytellers. Four minds, one story, all entertainment. Please be advised that this episode of Storytellers is not safe for work. This week's story contains explicit language, adult themes, and inappropriate situations that some may find offensive. In other words, headphones on. Ladies and gentle beings. Four minds, one story. Welcome to Storytellers. I'm Rashani, and I am pleased as always to introduce some of the greatest storytellers you've ever had the chance to hear. Um, I am very fortunate to have the opportunity to work with them on a weekly basis. And if you ever get an opportunity to talk with them, just know they are coming with some heat that you will not expect. As always, first and foremost, the uh, true gangster behind all this, the voice, the wonderful, the darkly, wildly non-romantic Erica. Erica, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. Thank you so much. How are you? You know, I'm better today than I was a couple of days ago. Not going to go into details, but uh, nigga got parole. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> White folks immediately log out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just better today than I was yesterday, which is always good. Like, I, I like to think that every That's day right. is an is a opportunity to start again, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are also joined by the leader of the Leo season, the... Uh, queen of East West Baltimore, because she run the whole thing. The just wonderful Stephanie. Hey, girl. How you doing? How your mama doing? How your little play cousin up the block doing? I know how y'all talk in Baltimore. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> mm. Ah, whew. sorry. The alcohol <laughs> just hit. <laughs> My bad. What you thip thipping on? I was about to say, Stephanie's the one that always keeps us on the rails. It's it's going to be a wild ride tonight. Not Shelby. with the henny here. Not with the <laughs> henny, henny. If y'all know, by the way, if y'all know any white people who actively drink Paul Masson, please let me know because I've <laughs> never met one. And I'm starting to get curious. Like I feel like they, that's fully a black. They don't thing. exist. They they don't exist. It's okay. Exactly. I feel like Post Malone does. Um, Post Malone is a cockroach. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a good way, but okay, here we are. Oh. <laughs> Post, Post Malone, Malone in any sentence is a right. bad thing. <laughs> well, it's nice to know we're all on the same page. That was supposed to be a Post Malone he, diss, but apparently he, it was not. It, no, it. Oh gosh, he looked like he don't wash his balls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. like I've never stink. speculated about the state of his balls, but I, okay, yeah, he no, they, like they, they that, he looked like he stink. <sighs> <laughs> my my my. Ugh. The di- oh, the ghetto. Post Malone looks like he hangs out with a bunch of niggas named Deontay. <laughs> no, you, no, no, no. Deontay, Deontay's all the Deontay's that listen and love us. Mm. I am so sorry. 
that Jay was hurt by one of you. Whichever Jay one is a hater. Was, um, <laughs> if you could just come you know forward what? so that you two could hug it out, <laughs> story together. I need to meet this Deontay that hurt yeah. you. You know what? Deontay cut him off. Deontay, in that's what come happened. in and tell their side of the story because this is ridiculous. You know what? Jay used <laughs> to play ball at the Y, and Deontay cut him in the line. Mm. And he's like, man, fuck all them niggas forever. Fuck a Deontay. Wow. That's what happened. Wow. By the way, the, the voice that you hear them actively uh, rattling against is the tall, the um, black. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> so describe me. Yes. Um, tall. Texas. He, 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 he's literally one of the. Uh, Keenest minds I know, um, and he hates Deontay that's, just much. Not true. That is untrue. I am not. My mind is not sharp. I forgot the word I was going to say just then. <laughs> I was like, my mind is not. It, it's not sharp. Hey. I'm <laughs> oh wait, wait. By the way, if you throw your hair out a little bit more, you uh, are going to be able to be Donald Glover for Halloween. What? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm almost there. Actually, I'm you going can, for you can uh, actually go Monday. around. Just take your shirt off, and you could be Donald Glover from the This Is This Is America, and just yeah, they'll be like, "Who are you?" Pose real Good quick. Everybody be like, oh. <laughs> la 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 la. I love tacos. Um, <laughs> and just, yeah, and bring a water gun with you, and just lean over periodically, and just squirt people with a water gun, like. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Why is this? Why? If you're gonna go with Donald Glover and this is America, you better do it right, okay? I just what? Yeah, I see oh what you just wow. Man, I don't know what's going on. I see what he meant. <laughs> the cops will still kill okay, you. Okay. So um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Make it like pink. Make it pink. Life comes at you fast. That's, yeah, I forgot about that part. Damn Somebody it. walks up and shoots you, and they're like, "Are you even a cop?" And he's like, "No, but I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night." Um, really? No. That's just a regional wow. thing. Oh, I, I guess like California had those commercials out the gate. Anyhow, I, I, I just thought they were in Florida. What? Mm. Oh, so um, the cards that we pulled for this story were Vet Aquarium and forgot to pass along the information. Now, as the nigga who went last, I guess I'm Rosa Parks, so I'm always in the back of the bus. Um, <laughs> That's usually me, though. How we got from where we are to where we are, where we were to where we are. Um, <laughs> I am just, I'm sitting here hesitant to hear the beginning of this story because the last time that I went second to last or last, I made a bang out story that had nothing to do with the rest of the story, Jay. <laughs> Look, I don't want to have to give you know story, story, so I'm not going to explain how it was your fault. I, I, first of all, let's let's address this now. Everything. I'm starting to feel like some people have some issues with me. Look, because you look like Donald Glover, and so you just gonna have to take this, and we stand up for Deontay's. So, oh, uh, you had me till you said we stand up for Deontay's. We do stand I said up for we. Deontay's. Eric and I, I are two different people, so it's she. We and are. I. We appreciate Deontay's, but yes. to me, he looks more like Mbaku. Kind of <laughs> oh man, no, I can't look at you like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bossa! Mm. <laughs> I'm just the rest of my stories. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Stephanie says something that's like pro Deontay, we're gonna be like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Oh man, I'm getting barked out here like ooh, the white man. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. I have started a thing. Now all the men are going to bark at us. Jesus. I am sorry I said anything. Don't get mad at Deontay's energy. Big dick energy. I'm going to still say it. Big dick energy. That's it. Deontay is out here out barking all of you. That's what's going on. And he did with that print. Wait, this is a fictional character. Wait, you actually know somebody, Stephanie. This is, this is a secret yeah. message to a specific Deontay from Stephanie. He's going to call her after the show. You want to slide in them DMs. You should be sliding See, DMs. And Jay, Jay, you should have been, you should have been said, we will not have it all. Like, you slipping, you slipping, killer. You slipping. <laughs> And you we haven't even bark. got to. He said his mind wasn't oh. sharp. So he just probably like, didn't do it. Oh my goodness. That's fair. 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 Mm-hmm. So, with that said, Stephanie went first on this one. And uh, I believe the order was Stephanie, Jay, Erica, and then myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that said, we are also joined by the homie, the always, the best producer that y'all need to be messing with. My nigga on the boards, LSPN, light skin, pretty nigga. What's going on with you? Yeah. Hey, me, Sammy. Hey, me, Sammy. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I, I, I don't know no ham sandwiches and none of y'all niggas, but y'all can see these hand sandwiches when I put it. Look, here's what a hand sandwich is. I'm going to take my left hand and I'm going to take my right hand, Donald Glover pose, and then I'm going to put them together to make a sandwich, and then I'm going to punch you in the face with them. I'm going to go just like this, straight forward, and I'm going to ham sandwich, y'all. I'm going to hand sandwich you, because my hands are like the size of, like, a turkey ham loaf. I don't want to talk about this no more. Why y'all keep acting like this? Why don't you just, just hit play? Just play the first part. Just spin the beat, man. Just ham sandwiches. Storytellers. Are you rowing? Yes. Yes, I'm Rowan. Rowan's hands were shaking. The blood was gone, but it's like he could still see it. He could still see Joey's face. He could still see everything. I'm Rowan. I am Detective Smith. This is Detective Parker, and we need to ask you a few questions. I kind of figured you did. Detective Parker kept darting from Rowan to the scene behind him. There were blood splatters all over the wall. There were blood splat there's still blood in the pool. Parker just couldn't get past it. How could he not tell him? And then Parker started thinking of, is that a motive? Did he not tell him on purpose? Oh, just 
Parker has been doing this for 10 years and she still wants to see the best in people. She pushed back that one wispy piece of hair and just focused back on the present. Detective Smith pulled out his book, looked at Rowan and said, just start from the beginning. That sentence echoed in Rowan's brain. How can I start from the beginning? What is the beginning? How can I explain this to them? It was an accident, I swear. And now he had to think, wasn't an accident. Did I do this to him on purpose? No, of course not. I like Joey. I like Joey a lot. Wow, I'm still saying like. Rowan had to sit with that notion. How he felt about Joey is now past tense. Now that Joey is dead. Oh my God. I can't believe this. Just start at the beginning. Okay, I keep saying that. Smith sighed. Why don't you start with your full name and your occupation? Okay. My name is Rowan Watson. I am the head marine biologist and also head of veterinary sciences here at Baltimore's National Aquarium. He said it so slowly as if that would make him feel better. He realized it didn't. It didn't make him feel better at all. It made him feel worse. Okay, Smith said. Tell me where you were on April 9th at 10.30 a.m. I was in my office taking my medication. What medication were you taking? I am diabetic, so I was taking my insulin. Shouldn't you do that early in the morning? 10.30 has always been the time, and I've been doing that since I was 22, so there you go. 22? Yeah, I was a really, really chubby kid in school. But I knocked the weight off, went back to school, changed majors, went to veterinary school, and here I am. I also wanted to do marine biology. They had a really kick-ass program. I said, why the fuck not? <sighs> okay, now that we got that out of the way, the biggest question I have is why did you not tell Dr. Lawson that the lock on the polar bear encampment was broken. Why didn't you tell him? And Rowan closed his eyes and he felt a tear because he doesn't have a good answer for the detective. He heard the other detective suck her teeth. He kept his eyes closed. 
And he shook his head because he knew he didn't have a good answer. He honestly doesn't know. And even though he washed his hands, his bl- Joey's blood is still on his hands. <sighs> Detective Smith repeated his question. Why didn't you tell him about the faulty lock on the polar bear cage? Rowan slowly opened his eyes and began to speak. He began telling Detective Smith about what happened that day. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I just realized something that I missed. Wait, 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 yeah. Detective Smith is a woman. Yeah. No, I think Parker. Parker's a woman. Parker's a woman. Yeah, Parker's yeah. a woman. So two things I missed. Mm-hmm. I I did not gender either of those detectives. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just realized I did not gender them. Uh and I also missed the Baltimore Aquarium. And that's that's kind of that that's on me. I legit listened to this three times and I did not hear you say that. So, so you know, we appreciate your rail, Stephanie. And that's about as far as they went. That's about as I'm usually the romantic. I'm like, everybody's this gonna one, fall in love. I was like, no, romantic. Niggas are getting cut the fuck up. This turn like, romantic, I feel. Mm. Um this let me just good, Stephanie, what was on your mind with these uh three things? Again, it was veteran. Mm-hmm. Um an aquarium and damn it, forgot to tell somebody. It something? was vet and aquarium and forgot to pass on the information. Yeah. yeah. And we purposely so, didn't define vet. Yeah. So yeah. So what was going through your mind when you uh did this part? So it honestly was a horror movie, mostly because I'm thinking, you know how like in a lot of the horror movies, it's always that one thing they don't tell somebody. Jay. And it's like, huh. <laughs> it's like, ah. Like you see somebody go into a room, it's like, nobody didn't tell them the alarm wasn't off. Nobody didn't tell them this part. And I was like, oh man, I'm gonna set them up like that. <laughs> like, oh. Like, hmm, what can we forget to tell you? You know that dangerous animal? That lock for the cage don't work. Jay. You shouldn't go in there. Jay. You are literally the um, Amory of storytellers, bro. What does that mean? Just it's one just thing. one thing. <laughs> it's just one thing. It's always yeah. one thing. It it's just one thing. Always It's just one thing. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> so this is the first time I missed something. The, what? The first, oh, I missed a lot on this one. Oh, you'll see. Just, no. Nah. Hang in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was me last time. That's why I had to re-record my whole part last time. Because I was like, oh shit, I didn't hear that they were together. That was literally me last episode. I'm like, shit, I gotta redo my part. We're at the rails now. Uh, I just the heard. There's some I just heard that things the, that are about to occur. Yeah, I just heard it was in the Baltimore Aquarium. Like, I just heard that now. So... Is this one thing that got me tripping? <laughs> it's a little late for me to change my part. 
Look, this is this is oh, what this is gonna be good. This it is, is this is part uh, round robin storytelling. It's Ruth, part I telephone. Sometimes sure telephone things get shifted, yeah. changed, omitted, and rearranged. So. Yeah, I guess we should explain that part to the listeners. So uh as you heard, <laughs> Stephanie just did the first part of the story. After mm-hmm. Stephanie gets done with her first part, she sends that piece to Jay. And then she's done. Jay hears the first part of the story and he records his part, uh, usually three to five minutes. But in this uh, show, some of the parts went a little bit long. Uh, Jay listens to his part. And then when he gets done, he sends it out to the third person who in this situation was Erica. Erica doesn't get to hear Stephanie's part at all. Erica only hears Jay's part and she records her part. And then she sends her part off to me. I don't hear the first half of the story at all. Only what Erica's offering me. So I then take that segment and I close out the story using only the last five to six minutes of this story. And it always ends up perfectly. Like, like no matter <laughs> how it sounds right now, these stories are always spectacular. But I agree. Jay. I, I want to say one thing, and I want to make sure I say it. I love the direction that Stephanie took with this, clearly, mm-hmm. because when you hear, if you hear, like, the part I did, you can tell, like, I, I fucking love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the direction you took with it. I was super happy with the fact that this was, like, kind of like a murder mystery in my mind. Uh, it, it felt like there was, there was a lot to play with, and I was super excited about this. So, like, I honestly really did enjoy what you did with this. Yay! I'm so excited now to hear your part. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> LSPN. Go ahead and hit up that part two, please. Hit up Jay's part. Storytellers. <sighs> Rowan sighed. Six months ago, one of our penguins got avian malaria. Damned if I know how they got it. But with birds in captivity, avian malaria is a real serious deal. So... We isolated them and put them into a quarantine, and then I stayed overnight to make sure that the penguin uh, had Rowan paused. I'm sorry, I just need a second. I stayed overnight to watch the penguin, to monitor it. Joey stayed with me. Okay, said Detective Parker. Then what? There was something different about Joey that night, Rowan said. I mean, I had worked with him before, but maybe, maybe it was like I was just seeing him for the first time that night. Joey, Joey was so compassionate and kind and worried. I I remember we were sitting up and drinking coffee and standing there watching the penguin as it kind of flopped around the ice. Joey said something funny and. I don't know what came over me. I just, I leaned in and I kissed him. What happened next? Detective Smith asked. Joey, Joey kissed me back. Then we went back to my place. And we went back to my place a lot. Sometimes at his place, sometimes just in random places. Once in a public place, but we, I guess I always thought of Joey as being like a booty call, but now, 
now that he's gone. I guess I can say I thought I liked Joey, but I think I might have been in love with him. Great, said Detective Parker. That's great. So why didn't you tell him about the lock? If you loved him, don't you tell people you love about locks being faulty on polar bear cages? Yeah, Rowan said. But we weren't we weren't talking at the time. Oh, lover's quarrel, Smith said. Something like that? Uh, Rowan lowered his head. <laughs> uh, Joey asked me to move in with him. And... I wasn't ready. I hadn't... I, my mom, my dad... I... I hadn't told anyone about Joey. About me. And I was scared. So, Smith said, you killed him to hide the fact that you were gay. No, Rowan said. I would, I just, I didn't know what to say. I don't, I'm not good at this. You tell me that that polar bear out there has the fucking flu and I am on it. But how am I, how am I supposed to tell someone that I'm, I'm ashamed of how I feel about him? How am I supposed to explain to someone that like I'm in love with him, but I don't want to tell anybody when you're in love, you're supposed to be able to tell it from the rooftops. But now like, I, I, I didn't know how to deal with all of this. Okay. Okay. That's understandable. Detective Parker said, well, look, Rowan, we have some more questions to ask you and your coworkers. How about this? Don't leave town. Don't go anywhere. Stay by your phone because we're going to want to talk to you again. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. The two detectives walked away from Rowan. And once he was out of earshot, Smith said to Parker. So what do you think? Parker ruminated for a second. What I think is that man in there that's dead wouldn't be if it hadn't been for Rowan. And Rowan had motive and means to kill him. Smith nodded in agreement. Yeah, but we still need to talk to the other witnesses. There's uh, Tommy, Liz, Peter Schmidt, and Grant Strong. Who do you want to go to next? Parker said, I, I guess we might as well go to Tommy next. He's, um, what does he do here again? Smith smiled. Tommy. Oh, Tommy's the clown. Parker lowered his head and let out a long sigh. A fucking course. Ugh, I fucking hate circuses. I hate everything about them. Why did you have to bring me to a fucking murder at a fucking circus? Smith laughed. <laughs> because I want to do this one thing that has been my dream since I was a kid. Parker looked at him. What's that? Getting murdered by a clown? No, Smith said. Liz Pewterschmidt is the ringmaster. I get to talk to a female ringmaster. You know how rare that is? Like, you should be excited about this. Parker walked off from Smith, pissed. Go fuck yourself. Then, come on, we gotta fucking talk to a clown. <laughs> oh my god. I'm, oh my god. I'm so excited. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, Jay! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Isn't it great? Oh my god! Isn't it fabulous? Um, How did Jay and I just switch places? Like that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, they're in love. Oh my god. <laughs> I did miss the whole aquarium part, so I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of kicking <laughs> myself for that. Like cage that cage part, though, so that's the most important. Yeah, yeah. And we got hot guy on guy action. Oh my god! Except yeah, one that. of them's dead. Yeah, one of them's so... dead. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I was actually called guy on guy. Okay, action. nope. Mm-mm. Well, one warm guy on one cold guy action <laughs> because one. Yeah, wait. Now we're sleeping. That like horses. a ham sandwich. A hammy Sammy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you will not defile a hammy Sammy. Okay, you will not defile a hammy Sammy. A hammy Sammy is a motherfucking ham sandwich. It is. It will always. Be about the fucking ham sandwich. This is Rose gonna start texting him. Period. Gonna do two words: ham and Sammy. Ham and Sammy. Wow. I can't wait till we go to Miami so we can get a ham and Sammy. Why don't you come over with some ham and Sammy? How y'all gonna do this to ham sandwiches everywhere? Kink it. I was gonna go get a ham sandwich. I was supposed to be eating one now. You are. How am I supposed to have a hammy Sammy after this? How? How, (laughs) y'all? Oh, yeah. You won't want to eat after this. I I don't think so. Not a hammy Sammy, I won't. (laughs) Not anything. We haven't gotten to my part yet, but yeah, not anything. Hey, Jay, what was going through your mind when you uh, wrote that part? Um, so I, like I said, I really, really love the direction that Stephanie had started in and I was like super excited for it. Um, I always liked the intrigue of, uh, like if the person is dead, the relationships that he had that were closer around him, mm-hmm. uh, I always, I will always write a, a, a gay character into anything I write because it's just, I, it's fun for me. Like I, I like those characters. Like I feel like there's okay. not enough of them. There's not enough stories about people who are gay. And I, I want more of those. And then uh, the only other thing I think that that I was a, a big fan of is I want to make sure that like you caught the female ringmaster part. And God damn it, I want I wanted that. So that's why I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was I make sure one of them really wanted to talk to a female ringmaster. That's me inside being like, come on, I need you to I need you to talk to a female ringmaster. This is what I need. So. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm. <laughs> that didn't so happen, I didn't yes, give it. you that dream, but I don't know what Rashani did after all this. So, yeah, like I, yeah, the story, yeah, <laughs> man, you there will be blood you already. You already had all the violence and stuff, so I just had fun. This is just me oh. having fun as a warning to you all. Um, let me stay in my dark corners because otherwise oh boy (laughs) oh lordy Lordy. all right lspn play wednesday's part please (laughs) storytellers fucking clowns parker muttered again he wanted to take a deep breath but he knew better circuses smelled like elephant shit wet fur beer and vomit with a sugary glaze on top and this one had an aquarium, so there were swamp water smells beneath all that. 
He wished they could wrap up the case, but there just wasn't enough evidence to charge Rowan. He might have had means as the one tending the animals, but there was no concrete proof. Rowan's DNA would likely be somewhere on the victim's corpse, given what he'd said about how often they'd had sex all over the place before they broke up. But after being mauled to death by a bear, Joey Alvarez's corpse was in no condition for a conclusive analysis. Without an outside witness that could testify Rowan had maliciously left that cage open... Hey! Hey! No Johnny's back here! A woman's voice hissed at the two officers from between a row of colorful tents layered with grime from the hay and mud-strewn field. Parker didn't see where the voice was coming from at first, but Smith did, and he stopped abruptly to squint at the figure propped against the billowy green and yellow-striped tent. This is employee area. You want entertainment? You go back to the front of big tents and get in line. It took a moment for Parker to figure out what he was seeing, and the more he figured the less he wanted to see. The woman was dressed in a sequined halter top and had a gold septum piercing that caught the light now and again, which was the only reason Parker even noticed it over the reptilian green and red scales tattooed across the woman's face, scalp, arms, and belly. He assumed they went lower, but dark clothes thankfully obscured the rest. Uh, we're investigators, ma'am. Grant flashed his badge and the woman tilted her head to one side and looked them both over. She had on contact lenses. At least Parker hoped they were contact lenses. And they made the whites of her eyes look red. You are here about Joey. So sad, that. So sad. But still, this is private area. We understand, ma'am. And we won't be in your hair for long. We'd like to talk to Tommy if he's available, Grant said. Parker stared at Grant. In your hair, he thought. Really? But he kept silent. The woman rolled her eyes, but then smiled at them with a mouthful of teeth filed into sharp points. Tommy? Oh. Oh, he will not like this. Yes. Yes, I will show you where he is. Charming, Parker thought. Out loud, he said, We appreciate it, ma'am. The woman laughed. <laughs> ma'am. So polite. Call me Sybil. This way. Yes. And with a slink like a carefully practiced metronome, she moved down the row of tents and ducked into the third one on the left. Blue and green and covered in mud. Grant shook his head, and both men followed her. Tommy the Clown was an aging fellow built like a short stack of old bricks. He had a shiny, bald pink spot at the top of his head, and his ears were comically out of proportion to his small, pinched nose. His dark eyes narrowed in apparent fury as Sybil sashayed into his tent and held open the flap for the two detectives to enter after her. Tommy! Woman, I told you, is police. They like have nice chat with you. Maybe you show them balloon tricks, yeah? Bye. She left without so much as a look at any of the men, while Tommy stood stunned. Parker was just glad he wasn't in the makeup. The costume was bad enough. Smith cleared his throat. <clears throat> cleared his throat again. The third time, Parker took his eyes off the clown long enough to really take in their surroundings and noted that there were several web cameras posted in one section of the tent and a fairly large bed up on a wooden platform and a very large balloon animal of some kind was propped on the bed 
that a giraffe, he thought. No, Parker, no, don't stare, don't stare. Focus on the case. We'd like to discuss what happened with Joey Alvarez. Wasn't here that day. Had the day off for business. Tommy was scowling at them now, and Smith was having a hard time keeping his usual poker face. Well, his mouth didn't quirk up or anything, but his eyebrows kept going up in surprise and then down in consternation as he stole glances over at the balloon animal tableau, so the effect was as if Smith was suddenly channeling Groucho Marx. Parker hated clowns even more now. Did you notice anything unusual in the days leading up to the incident? Anyone have any arguments with Mr. Alvarez, for example? Tommy shook his head. Can't help you. Can't? Or won't? Can't. Wasn't here. Didn't talk to the guy much. He was stuck on the pretty boy that takes care of the animals. Ruined something or other. Go talk to him. Right. Well, thank you for your time, sir. Parker flipped his notebook shut and tipped his head towards the exit. We may have more questions later, Smith added. But Parker was already on his way out, so Smith sped up to follow. What did we just see? Smith muttered as they walked further down the row of tents. You still love the circus? Still want to talk to the lady ringmaster? Bet Liz Pewterschmidt has all kinds of interesting hobbies. Oh, shut up and let's go. One weirdo clown isn't going to ruin my dream of meeting one of the three female ringmasters in the country. And we've still got a case to work. Sexy Russian agent from Georgia does <laughs> Oh this. my god. That Russian. I was like, whoa. <laughs> See what happens when you don't let me stay in my dark corner? All kinds of stuff just Yeah, you become just... Natasha. <laughs> you bling out the accents. You're lucky that it was a bear and not a moose. <laughs> <laughs> You are looking for bull wrinkle, right? <laughs> God. Oh my gosh. Oh, and you know what, Erica? I don't know if I've said this to you recently, but other people's words are words. Your words are pictures. Oh, and thank you. I can easily see every line of disgust on their faces as they walk past the elephant shit. I can <laughs> see every facet of irritation on their faces they dealt with Tommy. And I could see her moving like a metronome. Do you know how fucking awesome of a line that is? Like, I can picture this. You write poetry that doesn't rhyme. You make uh, art that can't be seen outside of this show. You are literally one of the finest storytellers I know. But wow. Tommy's uh, voice was a bunch of shit. <laughs> His accent was not official, okay? Tommy, Tommy. For him to be a, a a clown, Tommy was not very frolicky at all. I needed no. more crusty to clown. Uh, he's not I liked it. He's he shooting was... balloon porn in his tent. He's yeah. <laughs> I, I, Tommy <laughs> sounded like he was supposed to sound to me. Tommy sounded like a goddamn creep. <laughs> yeah, he's a creep. 
I also like the idea of balloon animal porn because that just makes me giggle. <laughs> is it like just two different balloon animals? It's like, ah, or is it actual people involved? I want to know more about that. Like, it was a really big giraffe. Animals? I mean, you would have to ask Tommy, and he wasn't a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that wasn't the giraffe's neck. <laughs> I just, I, I just want to point out that um. Writing. We will neither confirm nor deny what kind of balloon animal was on the bed. <laughs> well, going through your <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's the circus. The circus is fun. And mm. I want to see all of the, the interesting people that are in the circus. So we had, I assumed a clown and the strongman and the ringmaster. And I'm like, no, we're going to see some of like the body modification people, the serpent lady. And, you know, if I'd had more time, there would have been more people to meet. And then it being a, a circus, you know, they don't like civilians. They don't like townies. So I was trying to like throw some of that in as well. The fact that it's not just a conflict between you know, the law and there's been a murder, but there's like a culture clash there as well. Really, I just had fun with it. I mean, the dark and, and terrible thing had already happened, so I didn't have to do anything dark and terrible. I was just able to like go in and try to further the plot along and give you something to work with, Rashani. I hope I'm, that you enjoyed. I'm, I'm just, um, <laughs> I just, I just, first of all, always, I just wanted a rat running through the, the park, singing a fair is a veritable smorgasbord. <laughs> because you made everything else just so real. Like, it was just so beautiful. Vivid. And vivid. And just, you could smell everything. You could hear everything. And Nisha loved your section like oh. i don't i don't think i told you that before i i anytime that i have somebody well anytime that i do a story mm -hmm. i let my wife hear my part but i always let her hear the part before my part mm -hmm. so you can hear the context of what i'm going into and um the last two times it's been you who has been going before me and she is looking forward to your works <laughs> wow thank you mm -hmm. oh, too kind also uh thanks for putting liz peter schmidt in the very last fucking sentence <laughs> I'm glad that i listened all the way through the story um <laughs> otherwise i wouldn't have known what the freak um <laughs> this time here's the big ass paper and notes i had to take uh for this storyline as somebody who um improvises their story, I have to take a lot of notes and I have to listen to stories a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But this time I listened to it just because it was so fucking tasty. <laughs> tasty. Well, here comes the last part. And um, <laughs> yeah, I apologize for nothing. And will we get applaud for, applauded for everything? Um, Rick, go ahead and, and hit that play button so then they can hear how this... Uh, Love story turned murder mystery played out. Storytellers. Parker and Smith made their way to the front of the circus. It was a pretty long walk. Circuses, as you know, are full of activity, full of smells, full of people. Weird, weird people. 
Parker thought to himself sardonically. Oh, look, the aquarium, Smith said. Yeah, Parker replied. We saw that on the way in, remember? But did we really see it? Smith asked. Parker said, what are you talking about? Smith said, I wonder, and approached the aquarium a little bit closer. He stared at it for a moment while Parker stood back and watched. After a few moments, Smith walked away from the aquarium and walked back over to Parker. Huh. No evidence that he was ever here. Parker said, who are you talking about? Smith said simply, Nemo. Shut the fuck up, Smith, Parker said, and they continued to walk towards Liz Peterschmidt's office. It was really a trailer, but nobody called it that because nobody wanted to take that chance of insulting her to her face. No, they did that behind her back. Liz was not the type of person that you wanted to insult to her face. Liz was not the type of person you wanted to insult to her back, but people took that chance. They knocked at the door, and Liz answered, How can I help you, detectives? See, Liz, what we need from you right now is a few more answers. We uh, think we may have had a break on this case, and with your help, I think we can get this all closed and y'all be able to pack up and leave town just as you wanted to in the first place. Liz looked at Parker and said simply, whatever I can do to help, gentlemen, come on in. Smith started stepping into her trailer, but Parker stopped him. Smith gave him a look like, how dare you, sir? Parker said, Liz, Miss Peter Schmidt stopped him and said, can you actually call me Miss Peter Schmidt? No problem, Miss Peter Schmidt. I apologize profusely, ma'am. Miss Peter Schmidt, I have one question for you. Yes, said Miss Peter Schmidt. I'm waiting. Parker said, webcams. Miss Peter Schmidt looked at him. Webcams? Parker repeated, yes, webcams. While we were walking from certain areas on the grounds, we noticed that there were webcams up and about. Who has access to the data that is taken off those webcams? Ms. Peter Schmidt looked at him and said, well, I don't actually have access to many of the webcams, but the ones that are on the actual grounds, like the public walking areas, those feeds I have. I do want to let you know that we do not have any webcams up near that cage. So we would not be able to disavow or, or, or look back on who opened up that cage. I apologize. Parker said, that's okay. I just wanted to make sure that we covered all of our bases. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your honesty and have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And he and Smith walked away. Smith looked over his shoulder at her one more time as they went down the stairs and whistled softly. <sighs> Parker said, dude, you really have to stop doing that. And Smith said, what? Admiring one of the most successful ringmasters that this world's ever known? 
you need to stop thinking that I'm a sexist pig and start seeing her for success story that she is. Parker nodded. All right. They walked on. So Smith asked, why were you so curious about the webcams? We already knew who had access to what. Parker looked at him and said, because I wanted to know what she knew about where they were. See, I have a feeling that those webcams are going to show us more than we thought they would. Smith said, but we don't have access to them. She said that they only have access to the ones that are on the ground and the ones that are near the bear's cage. I'm not talking about the ones near the bear's cage. Parker interrupted. I'm talking about the ones that are in Tommy's tent. They walked back over to their vehicle and Parker took out his phone. What are you doing? Asked Smith. Parker said simply, going on the internet and typed in the website www.whoswatchingyou.com. Smith said, what are you doing? Parker said, just a guess. He typed in the name of the circus. And just like that, Tommy was on screen. Or at least Tommy's room was on screen. How did you know that that was there? Because, Parker said, clowns are always looking for attention even when they say they're not. Tommy's room was resplendent on screen, and he lived a very, very blasé life. Smith said, this is boring. Parker said, keep watching. Tommy left out of the room, and it was empty and silent for a while, until, is that Joey Alvarez, Smith said? Yep. And is that... Rowan? Yep. And is that a... Is that the draft? Yep. Rowan and Joey were having sex wherever they could throughout the grounds, but because neither of them actually had a place of their own, they literally went wherever they could, including unlocked domiciles of well-known angry clowns. They went back to Tommy's tent. Tommy, how would you like me to tell you a story? Tommy said, do whatever you want. Parker said, it's a real quick story. I'm sure you've heard it before. Tommy said, I, I, I just, just hurry up, man. Parker said, it's the three little bears. I'll skip to the big part. Somebody's sleeping in my bed. Somebody was sleeping in my bed. Somebody was sleeping in my bed. And Tommy stopped him and said, they were. They were in my bed. They were in my bed having sex, using my stuff as props. I saw them. I walked in on them. They looked at me. And they didn't even have the grace to act shocked. They didn't even have the grace to apologize. When I told them to leave, that 
prick, Joey said, we're not done yet. He had the nerve to say, we're not done yet. And then he laughed at me. Tommy rubbed the bald spot on the top of his head. He laughed at me and they kept going and they didn't even care. I was right there. Smith said, so was this a. You were sicked out by them having sex in your room or because they are Tommy stopped him. It has nothing to do with them being gay. I don't care. I care about the disrespect. You don't do that to somebody's room. You don't do that to somebody. Parker said quietly, so what did you do next? Tommy said, I knew that I couldn't fight them. I knew that I couldn't get them out of my room. So I left. And the next day, when Joey was walking through the grounds, a bear ate him. Somebody must have left the gate unlocked. Parker said, just say it. Tommy said they shouldn't have disrespected my room. And they shouldn't have disrespected me. Smith said, you're under arrest, Tommy. For the murder of Joey Alvarez. You have the right to remain silent. Tommy said, I think I've said enough already. Parker looked at Smith and said, webcams. Smith looked at Parker and said, fucking clown. Oh, my oh, God. Dope. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got nice. it, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That. I like to put some respect on my name. <laughs> you know, when when Erica, I sent and and usually I don't do this, but when I heard Erica's part, I sent her a message that said quite simply, "I know how to end this, and it's gonna be epic." <laughs> as soon as she said webcams, I was like, "I know how this is going down. I know exactly what's about to happen," and um. I know, I know that there's a lot of things that are probably technologically impossible that we spoke about in that last segment, but let's just treat it like they do in, 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 in CIS and just, you know, decide the webcams can be found randomly on the internet. Okay. Actually, I used to work at a school. Secure. That is entirely hey. possible. Yeah, I used hey, to work at a school that uh, had webcams all inside the classrooms, and you could access them like easily from away from like outside mm-hmm. of the network. It was super easy. Really? I could probably still do it now. What? Really? Yeah, when I was in Korea, yep. the uh, webcams, it was just finding the right IP address. If you nailed the IP address, like the password was like one, two, three, four. Yeah, they don't change. They don't change the uh, router yeah. password, so it'll be like admin, admin or something. Yeah. But yeah, even still, if you even, even if you, you do change it, right? Like if you're good enough, you can still fucking get in. Like it did it's it's only a matter yeah. of time. If somebody really, really want it's like breaking in your house, right? Like if a nigga really wanna get in your house, there's enough there's enough shit around yeah. that he can get to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But for most but most people don't even know how to change the password on their router, so most it's people don't know how to do to break into a fucking router either. So 
but Detective Parker did, and he broke this case wide open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I legit love that ending. Oh, it was great. That was so so satisfying. good. It was so satisfying. Oh, so good. I, I just want to point out that um, I didn't know that Parker was a lady. And no, so, we didn't. And so uh, a lot of gentlemen and sirs were happening in that one. And um, so I, I see where it could have been improved. But at the same time, the more I listened to that part that nope. Erica did, the more I knew that this was how it had to go. Like that was absolutely just there was no question which direction I was going in. Like the more I read the notes that I took, the more I was like, okay, everybody, even without meaning to just this story was like a, a, a snowball sitting on top of a snowy hill. And without mm-hmm. even meaning to, it just became like this huge, huge, just one of those cartoonish type snowballs at the bottom, like the perfect ones that you're just like, wow, that all came together so well. Um, I say I'm, I'm super glad Rowan isn't guilty. Like that does my heart good. Oh no, no, I was never gonna uh, make like th- not because it would have like I just thought it would have been too obvious. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so when Tommy popped up and was like, I wasn't even here. Y'all ever read those books, the Encyclopedia Brown books from when you were yeah, a kid? <laughs> the dude who has the best story was the dude who did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, it was either him or it was uh, Sybil, the uh, Russian Georgian. And I was just <laughs> like, she played her part. So let's go with this. And it just sung. Like, that. that, that, that was the first mystery I've ever done. And um, that was a lot of fun. That was, was a lot of fun. We're covering all genres. We are. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks to Jay. <clears throat> <laughs> Shout out to female ringleaders and women in charge, too, while we at it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was the other thing I wanted to make sure of. Like, most, like, every time that I've seen a show or a uh, a bit or anything like that, it's like guys are calling the uh, ladies by their first names, like almost discounting their worth. And so it was imperative to me that uh, Miss Hammer Schmidt, Peter Schmidt, that Miss Peter Schmidt checked the fuck out of him and was like, yo, <laughs> can you call me Miss Peter Schmidt, please? Cause I've got enough, I've had enough of this whole Liz thing. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> Like, it wasn't even a big thing, but at the same time, to me, it was a big thing. Like, can you put some, basically, can you put some respect on my name? <laughs> because a couple of days ago, I talked to the CFO of a company, and she was awesome. Like, she was so direct and harsh and mean and everything, and yet I still hung up the phone. Like, that was amazing. Just to hear a woman who was in power and knew she was in power, and the way that she spoke was just like, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. Don't try and talk me out of it. Basically, don't fuck with me. And that's how <laughs> Liz was. And Miss Miss Peter Schmidt was the type of person that you would talk about behind their back. Like, she's a fucking asshole. But you wouldn't say it to her fucking face. And you would respect <laughs> all the great things she had done for the company. And that's exactly how I want that to be conveyed. 
Mm. I appreciate I appreciate all of that. I also kind of love when she was like, uh, Miss Peter Schmidt. I was over like, yes, correct. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fucking clowns. And then I almost <laughs> oh. I hate clowns. Goddamn clowns. I almost made it where it was like a spin-off. I almost made it where uh Tommy had had sex with somebody and then it was like fucking clowns, fucking clowns. And I, <laughs> I, I was like, that's a bit too much. Oh um, man, we could have had hot clown on clown action. But I, I brought the balloon animal into it. I, I, I appreciate you so much for putting I the appreciate props. Like that. I feel like that just tied the I whole thing together. The, we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was petty as hell. That is my that is my level of petty. <laughs> I was like, damn. oh, we're not done. You come back in like 15 minutes. Let me get my nut off. I love it. <laughs> I love I, it. I was having more fun with the fact that, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't beat them both up. I couldn't do anything. So I left. And the next day while he was walking through the park, a bear ate him. <laughs> Somebody must have left the gate open. <laughs> it was just like lucky. Because my parents, my, my grandparents used to say that all the time. Who left the gate open? Like when you leave the front door open, who left the gate open? So that's a shout out to my family. Like they have dogs and they were concerned. See, about I was them getting thinking out. about that that church parable thing that who used to come on in the co- Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I me, miss the part the date? Did the detectives tell him about the bear? I don't Did think I miss so. that part? But I would imagine, though, if, if like you worked at a circus slash aquarium and a bear ate somebody, I feel like we all know that, right? Like, no one's like, what happened to Joey? Uh, no one knows. I feel like, yeah, yeah that's Joey the got part that Because but I feel like, I don't remember him saying it, so I'm like, oh. But the thing is, in, in, the, in the mysteries that I know of, like, NCIS and 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 Law and Order and all of those things. Well, not Law and Order, but the rest of them. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, for some inexplicable reason, the person who did the crime always tells on themselves when they could have just stayed fucking quiet and gotten away scot free. And so <laughs> he could have stayed quiet, and they wouldn't have known because all they had was a hunch because somebody was having sex on his bed, his resplendent bed. His wonderful bed that Erica made sure to reference. I was like, "Yep, she's just putting it all." I want to know about this man. This is the kind of bed I want in my house. I'm like, "Yep, I'm dear future husband. We're gonna have this kind of bed because we have wild, wild animal clown sex on it. Apparently, so I'm all for it. The kind now, of bed that if someone walks in on you having sex on you, you're like, like wait, uh, we're not done. <laughs> we need 15 more minutes. I don't, I don't. I'm just saying, if y'all have not told somebody we're not done yet. Then you don't have kids because this, <laughs> <laughs> this is my house and all the bedrooms are my bedroom. I also <laughs> bought all the beds and these are my stairs. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's my giraffe and my balloon animal. See that you hammy sandwich? That's nobody, my hammy sandwich. Put in like <laughs> balloon animals squeaking or balloons popping. Like that would have been great too. Like that oh, would have also made me happy. I just, I'm glad that that made you happy because it was imperative to me that y'all knew that that was the thing to push them over the edge that they use in draft. <laughs> I just like the fact he was like, they were just disrespectful to me. <laughs> my giraffe. My giraffe. <laughs> y'all don't fuck in my bed. I feel Use you my know implements. Use my props and my animals and don't invite me. Tell me to fucking leave. 
Like, what? So, also, one, one quick question. Yeah. How did everyone know that they were fucking everywhere? Did, did Erica mention that? Yeah. I did. I, okay, okay. I was because I, I, I didn't know you mentioned that. I I like, how did you know they were fucking everywhere? Like, I thought you didn't hear that part, but I guess I didn't catch when you mentioned it. Well, that's how yeah. I'm confused about the bear part. I'm like, who mentioned the bear? Um, Jay mentioned the bear, and then I mentioned the bear. And then okay. I showed up the bear. It was a very okay. bear. It was a very because the line was, "Why do you tell someone who you love about the lock on the bear cage okay. being undone?" That it was purposely like, like this is very, and I said it like super pointedly, like please mm-hmm. catch this one part. And then, like my whole thing was, there would be definitely be DNA evidence because they'd been having sex all over the there place. Is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. man, okay. they some fucking fools. How about that? <laughs> Well, I mean, when you're in love. <laughs> <laughs> I know and there are giraffes and balloon animals. <laughs> that episode was called Draft Dick Park. Oh. <laughs> yes! But I'm the reason for disclaimer warning, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You are. You, you are, are the reason for the disclaimer. Yeah, All I did. Real talk. My mom called me out about that on the phone call today. Like, she God. was like, uh, why did they have to add a disclaimer for you? And it's like, um, um Your mom listens? I'm yeah. Hi, Jay's mom. Hi, Jay's mom. Hi, Jay's mom. We love you. Oh, my God. Please leave a review. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Stars. Jay's mom knows how ghetto I am. Oh, no. <laughs> He knows you love Ham and Sammy's. His name is Ricky and he loves Ham and Sammy's. They're lovely. How do you not like a ham sandwich? What is wrong with a ham sandwich? Um, Not a thing, especially with some spicy mustard in it. So, the cards for the next uh, episode are fucking clowns, man. Um, That's that's a clown card. Finger crossed for a ham sandwich. Clown school, <laughs> lucky underwear, and a person who asks what nobody ever asks. Wait, what was the first one? Clown school. Are you wow. fucking kidding me? That is crazy. No. No. Oh my God. No. Wow. You better pick that ham sandwich card. I guess we're going to revisit Tommy's world. <laughs> Part two. Yeah, cool. Electric boogaloo. So, um, <laughs> let's do it like this. Uh, Erica, I didn't remember. Was Jessica joining us for the next episode? Um, I believe she is going to be with us. Okay. And this will it's be an extra, an extra special episode. Um, people who listened to our first volume will remember Aaron and Jessica, and they have not left us. They are just quite busy, so occasionally they will drop in and grace us with their storytelling prowess. So this next uh, this next episode coming up, we may have five minds, one story again. Looking forward to that. So uh, with that being said, um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. <sighs> Topics. Uh, we did favorite fruits. Ooh, Erica, what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh boy. You know that's really hard and unfair. <laughs> Didn't we do movies already? Pretty sure we did movies already. 
fine, fine, fine. I was like, I'm ready. Like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, like I can't, I can't do favorite movies. Okay, fine. What's your favorite color? Purple. Come on. Mm-hmm. Stephanie. That's my favorite color. <laughs> Jay. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm Baku light. <laughs> Mine is red. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and I will ask uh, Jessica, but it's looking like we will go from hmm, do we want Jay going first again? Uh, I think it's better if we let y'all, Jay go first. And I'm black, y'all, and I'm <laughs> Song. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna announce Jay like a wrestler from now on. We're just gonna play. <laughs> play I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. <laughs> oh, man. So we will go. Hey, that could be arranged, nigga. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> So we will go with Jay going first next week, followed by Erica, Stephanie, Jess, and then myself. And it's Clown School. Clown School, Lucky Underwear, and a person who asks what nobody ever asks. Oh, I'm in. Is that a giraffe? No one's ever asked. And if y'all are enjoying our stories, please let us know. We're available on Twitter at... Story Tailspin, O-E-O, that's T-A-L-E-S-P-I-N. Uh, we're available on Facebook. Uh, just look us up on Facebook. The page is Storytellers. Um, and we have a voicemail number? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got a voicemail number. Oh, and then our, uh, our, our email address is StorytellersPod at gmail.com. I know that one. And our voicemail is, hold please, 916-583-8497. You can also hit us up on Twitter by using the hashtag TalesWeTell. That's T-A-L-E-S-W-E-T-E-L-L. For Erica, Stephanie, LSPN, Jay, and myself, this Storytellers. Thanks for checking us out.